0: You know, the acclamation that we sang um, earlier, this is the day the Lord has made, let us rejoice and be glad. That should be our theme every morning because it's true, it's true. We have to see joy in daily life. Now today, we have a lot of different themes going on. We have Jesus is with us. We have Divine Mercy Sunday. I'm gonna do my best to try to intertwine the two for us because there's many different themes that you can get out of these readings. Did you ever, were you ever in a room by yourself reading or maybe dozing off or maybe watching TV even and you thought you heard a voice or you thought you saw something through your peripheral vision? I know I have and you look around and there's nobody there and you kind of think you're going a little crazy Or did you ever drive down the road and you think you saw a car coming through an intersection some way, but then there was no one there? I think that's the way we see Jesus, you know? He is always present with us, even though we don't necessarily see him as in today's readings. We have, none of us here have ever seen him physically. None of us have ever touched him physically, but we believe in him because we're here. We believe in him because he taught us how to be. We believe in him because of our baptism. We believe he's around us each and every day. And I can attest that I think he is around us every day. But once again, our hearts and our minds need to be open to seeing him. And maybe it's not necessarily seeing him physically, but seeing him through one another. In that first reading, we talk about The community, the community they gave to each other, they gave up their goods, they gave up everything to be together. It's through community that we see Jesus Christ in daily life. It's through the things that we experience every day that we see Jesus Christ each and every day. Think about the people that work in our food pantries. I always use these examples because they just kind of overwhelm me. Our food pantry, last night we were at the intersection of 176 and uh, Milwaukee, and it really hit me again that the sign says St. Joseph's Food Pantry. And it used to say St. Joseph's Formation Center, and nobody knew what in the world that was, just a bunch of meeting rooms. But we changed the sign to say St. Joseph's Food Pantry, we're publicizing it, and the number of people that go to that food pantry to receive the food The food pantry was revamped a few years ago where it's sort of like a little grocery store where they can go in, the guests can go in and choose what they want in some cases. They can choose the cereal they want. They can choose certain things that they eat, not just given a bag of goods that they may not even want or use. So we're trying to serve those in need and create dignity for them by allowing them to shop for their food. That food pantry, they're working every day of the week, receiving shipments of food, stocking shipments of food, getting shipments of food ready for people to come in. Three, I think it's three days a week if I'm not mistaken. But it's, it's, it's the sign of Jesus Christ in the world. All those workers are really the visible sign of Jesus in the world. Think about our bed ministry this past weekend they did a bed build and they brought it up to Waukegan and I think it was 300 beds if I'm not mistaken that they delivered the different families and these are children we live in Lake County right and we naturally assume oh we live in Lake County nobody needs that yet in our midst there is a desperate need there's a desperate poverty within our own communities 300 beds and I think they've given out Oh, over the last several years, almost a thousand beds—I think it is something like that. Those people that make the beds, deliver the beds, are the eyes and ears of Jesus in the world, so He is present among us. A little girl—I heard a story over the weekend. This was secondhand, so I may get it a little bit wrong. They delivered a bed to a little girl, and one of the one of the leads in the bed ministry received a call from the little girl's mother, and said once they set up the bed and left, she didn't leave her bed, she was in her bed. She was sitting there, enjoying her bed, and she asked her mother, can I have breakfast in bed? (laughs) And think about that, you know, we take that for granted. We really do, we take those things for granted, yet she experienced that joy through those people that were the feet and arms of Jesus in the world. So I would suggest he's around us each and every day. He's with us each and every day. We just have to be open to hear him because I think he speaks to us through our heart and through our soul. He speaks to us by the things he asks us to do. Through our baptism, we're called to share in his ministry on earth by being priest, prophet, and king. And that means serving the poor, serving those in need, visiting the sick, visiting those in prison. That's what what it is to be disciple of Jesus and I think he is around us each and every day and we unlike Thomas Thomas had to touch and feel to believe again we believe because we are taught we believe because we're people of faith and it's a great deep faith that we have to be able to believe without seeing and touching we just believe I do I know you all do and it's, it's, a, it's a great gift to be able to see Jesus in the world. On Divine Mercy Sunday, Jesus, it was a, it was a day that uh, I think it was Pope John or Pope Paul II created so that we can know of God's divine mercy. God gives his mercy and forgiveness to each and every one of us, to each and every person, because we're all sinners. We make no mistake, we all sin and we do things wrong. But God, through his love, gives us his mercy and his peace. And like they said in the beginning, mercy and peace go hand in hand. Have you ever really held bad feelings about someone in your heart? What does it do to you? It, it eats you, it, it just, it bothers. I know I've done that, where it bothers me and it eats at me. And once I was able to pray and, and hear the Lord talk to me, I was able to let that go and forgive the person who had wronged me and hopefully they forgive me for wronging them because there's no doubt that happens too. There's a certain peace that comes over you. There's a certain tranquility. So that mercy and peace that God gives us freely, we're required to give to one another. We're required to share forgiveness. We're we're required to receive forgiveness. We're required to just get on with life and treat each other with respect and dignity through the Lord's love. When you come to communion today, we really know Jesus is present through the Eucharist, through the body and blood of Jesus. Father will consecrate that host, he will consecrate that wine, and we believe in our faith that he transforms that simple wafer and that simple wine into the body and blood of Jesus Christ the food for our spiritual journey. What more could we want in our lives? He is present, he is alive, he is with us. It's our job to be open, to receive his love, his mercy, his forgiveness, and then it's our job to give that to one another. He is present, he is alive, he gives us his love and mercy. Let us share it with one another. And the first step is, through that, Holy Eucharist that we will receive today. May God bless everyone.